cross, and Dempsey is denied again, and Donovan has scored! Oh, can you believe this? Go, go, USA! Catabel, la vaca, Ama Rodríguez tirando, golazo, taque, 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 gol, gol, vino, 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 gol de Mundial, taque, taque, gol, gol, taque, taque, gol, 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 taque, taque, gol. Oh, Zinedine, oh, Zinedine, pas ça, pas du tout, pas ça, Zinedine. Dobrodosli, Bilbos i Bilbas. Did you just do Croatian and Spanish mixed together? Yes, because right. that's the type of content you get here on Bend It Like Beckett. I am your host, Scott Bedgett, along with my co-host, Brian Fleischer. Brian Fleischer, the great Brian Fleischer, is here. Yes. In the flesh. We are. We've been watching some World Cup. Some World Cup. We've spent the last three days, four days, watching World Cup. It is Thursday afternoon. Yes. Lots of 1-0 World Cups and World Cups, World Cup games. Yes. Until today. Yeah. Which, depending on when you're listening to it, it's Thursday. Correct. And Croatia has just dismantled Argentina. Poor, poor Argentina. I feel bad for, for, for Messi. Don't cry for them, Argentina. It's uh, a really bad reference. It was a good reference. Come it on. was. <laughs> it wasn't, you know what, it wasn't that good. Yeah, they, um, we could, let's just talk about that first because that's the game everyone will remember, maybe from the entire World Cup, depending on what happens. Obviously, later stages, but yeah. group stage games, that has to be the one people will remember. Yeah, they, they, they're going to need some help to get through. Um, they need Argentina, or I'm sorry, they need Nigeria to beat Iceland tomorrow, mm-hmm. and then they need to win their last game against Nigeria, which I think that that can happen, certainly. Um, and I think Nigeria can, can beat Iceland, but it's, it's going to be tough. It's completely out of Argentina's hands. And if you have watched them play, they don't look like a team that's going to be able to beat really anyone. No. They barely qualified for the World Cup, so this is not um, an aberration. This mm-hmm. is not like a team that's been flying for three years and suddenly they can't put things together. Yeah, they have some serious problems. Is this just a bad Argentina team, I but think so. with with a bunch of really good individual players. Yeah, their attack is almost you could to say their attack is world class is almost shortchanging them mm-hmm. because Messi is beyond world class. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the two best players in the world. Aguero, world-class. Iguain could be argued as world-class. Dybala is the next big great thing, mm-hmm. and somehow they can't put any of that together to score a goal. They scored one goal yeah. in two games. And then beyond their attack, that midfield is bad. Well, you want to talk about bad. How about that keeper position? What did I say in our World Cup preview? I said, Willy Caballero is prone to errors, serious errors. Well, it, he made a big one. That was bad. That was really bad. Only 13 appearances for Chelsea this past season. I learned that today on the... Uh, 13 is more than I thought, so there was mostly... Yeah, no, I cup. thought it was more, too. Yeah, it was mostly Cup, uh, you know, FA Cup. Uh, I want to call it the Carling Cup. It's not the Carling Cup. The Caribou Cup, um, you know, didn't feature regularly... For for Chelsea. Hold on a second. Did you just call it the Caribou Cup? Is that what it is? I think it's 
Caribou is a, a, is an a animal. reindeer. What is it? Uh, carabao. Carabao? Yeah, carabao. Yeah. I would like the caribou cup. Yeah. I don't know what carabao is. Uh, I don't know what either are, actually. Uh, caribou is a reindeer. Yes. Okay. So, yes. yes. He played in those games. Not So, I mean, just not a lot of real high, high-level experience that you would want from your number one keeper on a team that want, expected to win the World Cup. Correct. Uh, Germany has Manuel Neuer. Belgium has Thibaut Courtois. France has Hugo Lloris. And then Argentina is sitting there with Willy Caballero. And, and it's because of an injury to Romero, but Romero doesn't compare to those other well, keepers well, either. Well, as, as they were saying on the broadcast today, that Romero apparently said that he would be ready in time for the first game. I was but, surprised by that. I didn't know but that. I didn't know that either. But they decided to leave him off the roster anyway. So that may be a decision that they are going to come to regret. Will regret. Sampaoli, the um, apparent bouncer or whatever he does <laughs> in his got an interesting spare look. time, is he allowed back in the country if they don't get really, really lucky in I the next mean, couple days? He's done. He might be done anyway, even if they do get to the round of 16 yeah. and they get knocked out. and they, I think he might be done. Yeah. He may not want it anymore. He may, be, he may see the writing on the wall and just quit after the World Cup. He may Cup. flee back to Italy. You know, everyone in Argentina is Italian. Yeah. He may just flee Argentina to Italy. (laughs) That's really weird. (laughs) Does Messi retire then from the national team? I would. Yeah, I think I would. Those guys are letting him down. Did he retire after the. uh... I believe it was after the third straight final loss because they lost, uh, what, Copa America, World Cup, Copa America, or something like that. Yeah. And And he retired after. And all of them, or two of the three in penalties to Chile or something. Mm -hmm. He. Said I'm done. Dyed his hair blonde, went crazy. Yeah, and then came back. And then like came back two months later. Yeah, he should uh, have I think, retired. I think he's done after this. No, I think he could have. This is this was the right to play one more. I mean, look, I'm just saying in hindsight. Well, of course, in hindsight, he should have stayed <laughs> oh, retired. Of course, of course. Yeah. So the you know just recapping the week really quick. The only other team with a big dominating win. The way we just saw from, or I guess there were two teams. The only other teams besides Croatia, who mm-hmm. I guess we could get into Croatia looking really good in a second. Yeah. Belgium beat Panama 3-0. That was expected. They struggled yep. a little bit in the first half, but then turned it on. And then Russia again dominating, winning 3-1 over Egypt. Yeah, but it was uh, nice to see Salah back. Yeah, he got a penalty. Yeah. It was good. You know, that's their first uh, goal in the World Cup mm-hmm. in three decades or two decades or something. So that, that was nice. Um England, very lucky, really, to get a win against Tunisia. They did not play well. No, not at all. Harry Kane, you know, jumps on the end of a, a, a cross there in the 91st minute. Yep. So we'll, we'll, there's a lot left to prove from them. Portugal with a, a 1-0 win. A very boring day on Wednesday with a 1-0 win for Portugal, a 1-0 win for Uruguay. I really don't like saying Uruguay because it's like, do I really go for it or do I say Uruguay? Uruguay. Anyway, Uruguay, Uruguay, uh, and then Spain with a 1-0 win over Iran. So not a great day yesterday. Yeah, Today, yesterday I think we we predicted that yesterday being mm-hmm. one of the more boring. I mean, it's all in. Can, yes. It is. They're all World Cup games, so none of them is really boring. We're not complaining. No, but, absolutely not. But they were all mismatches <laughs> and all teams that don't dominate people on yeah. the score line, on the scoreboard, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. Portugal. Not typically a team that's going to win big. I mean, they won the Euros by literally just like winning every game 1-0. Yeah. 
Uh, Uruguay is an extremely boring team. I'm anti-Uruguay now. After watching their games, I'm very bored watching them. And then Spain. Spain won the World Cup in 2010, scoring the same amount of goals that Russia's already scored in this World Cup. Yeah. Uh, and Morocco played really well against Portugal. Had plenty of chances. Mm-hmm. Um, but they yeah. were able to hold on. Mm-hmm. They're too strong. I mean, they've got too many, too many players. True. So, and then uh, the other games today... Denmark-Australia go 1-1, which put all the pressure on Peru to get a result against France, and they failed to score. France wins 1-0. Peru is eliminated. They are, and that's sad. Very sad for our friends. That is very sad. They've waited so long. We had a Beckett employee there at the game today, I'm sure, a Peruvian. I'm sure he's very distraught and disappointed. Um, Now he just all he has to do is get on – like a train that takes him like 36 hours back to Minsk, Belarus. Yeah, he's got and some crazy... And then he crazy... has to get on another plane to yeah. like Frankfurt. Like it was his travel to that game to then watch his team lose 1-0. It was, was over a day of travel just once he got across the Atlantic Ocean, I think, with trains yeah. and, and connections. Yeah. And and a little bit was his own choice. To I think he was meeting his brother in Minsk yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... I was not jealous of that whole situation. <laughs> no. And now, poor Peru. They are done. And they haven't scored a goal yet. They haven't. Guerrero had a chance early. Had a good chance, good shot on goal that was saved. Mm-hmm. Um, that could have changed the, the the way that game turned out, obviously. They, they, to go up 1-0, it's a little different game you're playing then. But, um, so yeah. So, France are through. They have not really even gotten out of second gear yet. You know, winning 2-1 over Australia, winning 1-0 over Peru. They've looked better than the other favorites who have struggled. Yeah. But they have. there's still a lot left in, I think, Francis Tank and a lot more uh, to come from them. Or maybe they will get stuck in second gear and play uh, Germany or someone who is going to be a second seed, most likely. Yeah. And, you know, maybe they don't yeah. advance. But they se- seem to be cruising along, but they really should be making improvements. A team that... that we saw today and we just talked about Argentina looking poor. Croatia looked unbelievable today. They're a very good team. They, I mean, I've been saying they were good. We've both been saying they were good. That's not like a hot take that, that no one else knew, but they didn't look great in the first game. Still won. Uh, was that 2-0? They uh, 2-0. won 2-0. 2-0, yeah, yeah. Nigeria. So they won 2 over Nigeria. who's a pretty good team, but mm-hmm. young, and their experience showed at the end there. Croatia was dominating the game. The major error came from Willy Caballero, as we talked about, but it was mm-hmm. still a great volley from oh, Rebic. Oh, it was awesome. And then Luka Modric in the 80th minute. Goal of the tournament outside of uh, Nacho's? Other yeah, than Nacho? It's uh, between those Na- two? It's between Nacho and, and Modric. Uh, Dries Mertens for uh, oh, yeah, Belgium was, was really very good, good too. Yep. But I mean... That there was not much in Modric's goal. I mean, there was yeah. n- no margin for error from a pretty good distance against Argentina to put them away. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. And then the last one, Rakitic, kind of garbage time. Yeah, I, I, I've rated, uh, I've come up with words for all three of their goals. Okay. Uh, so the first one is embarrassing because it was embarrassing. Yes, it was. The second one was unstoppable. Okay. And the third one was devastating. Because of the way they just passed it around, like Kovacic could have shot it, yeah, but he just stood there. Oh, and, and then just slid, it, slid it over. Those are always Rakitic <laughs> stood and it's adding insult it to injury. And that's it? why it was just devastating because it was just like, 
if you're an Argentina fan, yeah, you, you just score just, already. No, just, <laughs> just shoot it, make it look cool. But it, like it didn't even. By the time it went in, it didn't even look cool. Yeah, no, he almost rolled it in. Like, Real, I mean, yeah, the Modric goal. You go, what do we do? Yeah, I mean, world class player, world class goal. This one was just like, oh no, just someone <laughs> put us out of our misery. It was. So those are my three words for the goals. Um, so, I guess the 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 way we can look at this now we've got the weekend games to maybe talk about a little bit but really we talked about who was in the most trouble on monday Mm -hmm. that answer is obviously argentina right now yes but really we should talk about also the biggest surprises so far so maybe the biggest disappointments the biggest surprises so argentina went from in the most trouble to now the most disappointing yeah there are other disappointments so far um and then there are major surprises so who do you say, obviously Argentina, but who else has, has been disappointing? Disappointing based on that first showing, um, or the, these first two showings, I expected a little bit more out of our friends from Peru. Um, you know, I picked them to, to finish second. That was probably a little bit of a homer pick, but they just haven't been taking advantage of their opportunities. They didn't, they didn't shoot enough in the first, in the first game, um, didn't start Guerrero. Didn't start Guerrero. Farfan came off the bench today. Did he? Did he not? come off the bench I, today? Did he? I thought he came off the bench. I didn't see the first, the start of the game. Yeah, but th- either way, they, they they are definitely a disappointment. I didn't realize this. They were ranked uh, or are ranked eleventh in the world, mm-hmm. uh, and Denmark is like right there with them at twelve, I believe. So this group was maybe a little bit harder than we gave it credit for. Yeah, uh, Australia's down at like thirty six, and, and obviously. Rankings are, yeah, I was aren't say, the take end those all FIFA be all. rankings but with that, a grain of salt. I think what it shows is that Peru has been playing very, very well for the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, to qualify out of, our, out of uh, sorry, out of South America, you have to be really good. And then, to, I mean, two games, no goals. Denmark, like we said, is a pretty good team, but yeah. they should have shown more there. They dominated that game, couldn't finish, missed a penalty. This game, obviously, France is really good. Yeah, but they were in the game. They were, and they couldn't get anything out of it yeah so i think that they're they're a major disappointment just based on the first game of these teams colombia was very disappointing in their mm-hmm. 2-1 loss to japan uh the the early red card from sanchez was a weird one but it was a deserved card yeah, yeah. you got to be smarter though in that position i know it's a lot of it is just instinct and mm-hmm. reaction but he's an experienced player yeah you've got you've got to be smarter and and really colombia outplayed japan the rest of the game even with 10 men should have had more chances. I guess Hamas had been hurt, so he, did, he came on late. Yeah, they should have done more. Um, Poland also, you know, losing to Senegal—that's a little bit disappointing. But I would turn that one on its head and say Senegal is one of been has been a really sorry. Senegal has been a really big surprise. I know it was one game, but they mm-hmm. played really well. There was not there yeah. was no luck involved. Yeah, I mean their goals. Their goal was a little weird with the coming off the bench or yeah that was that was that might be the 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 craziest goal that you're going to see at this world cup that was a little wheels off but they looked really good yeah they have some really talented players i mean sadio mane not even on the score sheet in this game Mm -mm. you know so they have a lot more maybe in their tank and then russia russia that's what i was just going to say russia's look like world beaters now they they have played only saudi arabia and egypt egypt wasn't a terrible team um but uh, to score eight goals in the first two matches, now you are at home playing in front of the home crowd. Um, you get a little confidence putting a whipping mm-hmm. on Saudi Arabia 5-0 in the first game. Um, but I think they've got to be 
really the surprise of the tournament. Um, and kind of another, to go back on disappointments a little bit, England, not that we, we were talking about the England starting 11 and not being overly impressed, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it, just for the fact that it's England and you have that idea in your mind that they're supposed to have better players yeah, than when they you, actually when do. When you really look at their starting 11 and you you compare it to the teams that, that everyone expects to win the World Cup, yeah, they don't really compare. Yeah. And really, when you look at Argentina is, is another team exactly like that, where when you look at Argentina, everyone says, oh, Argentina's going to win the World Cup. They have Messi, they have Aguero, whatever. But yeah. when you look at really position by position, they don't compare to the Spains, the uh, really the Portugals, the Germanys, the Belgiums of the world, or the Brazils of the world. Uh, England is in that second tier where you go, well, you know, Harry Kane, you could say he's world class. Uh, Raheem Sterling, maybe world class, maybe not. Like th- there are a lot of guys that you would say are talented but haven't proven it. Yeah. So maybe they come out like gangbusters and we, at the end of the tournament, go, wow, Deli Ali is world class. Yeah. Wow, Raheem Sterling is world yeah. class. But they struggled to struggle with Tunisia and 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 to rely on a last gasp header off of a kind of a, a weird set piece to to score. I mean, it was a great goal, but still, yeah. yeah. So they, I'll withhold judgment on whether they're disappointing yet, but they definitely didn't show a lot. Um, Russia, like you said, one of the interesting things is if they were winning these games one zero, I would say okay. It's, you know, terrible group. They're still yeah. not a good team. But they're, I mean, they're crushing teams. And the, the goals they're scoring are good goals. Good goals. They're not even getting uh, goals from, uh, I think they said Fedor Smolov was their best yeah. scorer. He's not the guy scoring. It's Cheryshev, who, you know, we've heard of. He's a very good player. Yeah. And then that guy, Zubia, who's like 6'5". <laughs> he's a giant. He's the, he's the Russian Peter Crouch? Yeah, but he's like thick. <laughs> he's strong. I mean... That's going to cause some problems for some people yeah. if you get a guy like that going and you're giving good service into him. Well, it'll be interesting to see how they play against Uruguay. Uruguay. Because, like we said, Uruguay is... The most boring team in the tournament? The most boring team. They really are. <laughs> they have two amazing attackers, and yet they just grind out games. I mean, the goal they scored against Saudi Arabia was on a terrible error by the keeper. Mm-hmm. Ah, you know... All this said, Uruguay's probably going to like win the World Cup 1-0 every yeah. single game and like <laughs> win in penalties, and we'll be like, oh, whatever. So those are the biggest surprises. Those are the biggest disappointments so far. I was also disappointed in uh, Costa Rica, yeah. the way they showed up in their game, uh, which I think we've talked about this. Yeah, we yeah, talked we about did. that. was on Sunday. But that was disappointing because we really thought, you know, maybe just because we were overrating them because of the last World Cup. Yeah. But I thought they would show more. Their World Cup basically is over. I mean, they, they got to play Brazil. Maybe if they show something against Brazil, who knows? But anyway, let's get into hobby talk now let's that we get into hobby what talk. Are, what are the biggest surprises in the hobby? I'm just kidding. You were not <laughs> prepared for that. I just wanted to throw you off. Um, you're going to tell us about the best player in the world, Luka, yes. Luka Modric. Maybe Modric we may do next. Let's see after game three. <laughs> now I'm saying he's the best player in the world. Other than um, own goal, he's the golden boot leader right now? Or at least tie? No, he is the golden boot. Uh, so we're talking about Cristiano Ronaldo. Yes, we are talking about Well, we were going to get to that, because yes. Because Messi doesn't have any goals, so we're obviously not talking about no, Messi. No, we're not talking about Messi. Uh, Ronaldo, he had the hat trick in the first and then game. And he scored the other one. Yeah, that's so that's four. four. I and believe there's, a, there's five own goals. 
Yes, there believe, are. So, so yeah, that's so why I said outside of own goal. So what is, is the, the hobby? Uh, where can I get a card or two for own goal? Does it, Panini no, make own goal, a, own a goal prism not, own goal no, set? No, that'd be pretty good though if they they threw own goal in there as okay. a Panini instant card. So now, since there's no own goal, tell me about Ronaldo. Yeah, cards. Ronaldo has surprisingly, or maybe not surprisingly, over 1,700 cards in our soccer database. 1,736 to be exact including 419 different autograph cards and 338 memorabilia cards. So when you say 419 autograph cards, that's individual cards? Yes. Okay. Now, some of those could be numbered to one. Some of those could be numbered to not numbered at all. Uh, most of them are not numbered at all, but some of them could be serial numbered to as low as one. Um, so 400 and diff 419 different certified autograph cards from Cristiano Ronaldo. The total value... Of all Ronaldo cards in our database, you want to take a guess? Of those 1,700. So 1,700 cards, total value. I'm sorry. I'm putting you on the spot here. Uh, no, I like this. Um, 60,000? What? Did you did you cheat? No, is that right? You're pretty darn close. Sixty-eight thousand three hundred fifty-three dollars. Wow. That is really genius. that is really impressive. So he he I think makes something like three or four hundred thousand a week. Yeah. So he could buy all those cards pretty easily. Pretty easily if he could find them. There's a lot of one of ones in there that could be sitting oh, so in. So he packs might not even and, be able to. You know, find even it. he can't put together a Cristiano Ronaldo master collection. So what what people really want, just like the other sports, are a player's first card, their rookie card. Um, Ronaldo has two first cards um, in our database. Now, of course, Ronaldo started his career um, with Sporting. Was it Sporting? Yes. Okay. In Portugal. Um, so you he, looked at me like you were asking me, and I was no, like, I'm, is it? Yeah. <laughs> "No, sporting." Okay. Um, so he has two cards from his sporting days before he moved on to Manchester United in 2003. So he has a 2002-03 Panini Football F U T E B O L. 2003 is that what you said? 02-03. It was for the 02-03 season. Uh, card number 137. The, that's a pretty rare rare card. It's a it's an actual trading card in the traditional sense. Um, it sells for about five hundred dollars, the three to five hundred dollar range. You might be able to find it a little cheaper. That'd be really interesting to see who else was in that set. Yeah, like on Sporting. Mm -hmm. Who were the other players? The that other they guys. Thought, like this guy's worth putting on a card. Exactly. Maybe and there I, were some famous people. I don't yeah. know the sporting team from 0203, but it's got to be the most famous <laughs> out of those. It's got to be, yes. I would. I think that's safe to say. Yes. Um, he also has an 0203 um, Panini Vootball sticker car set, or sticker, sticker. Vootball or Vootball? F-U-T-E-B-O-L. You pronounce oh, it. How's your you Portuguese? You pronounce it with a V. Well, I'm going with... Oh, it's Portuguese, so you're right. It could be weird. Portuguese could be is weird. weird. That's yeah, a weird Yeah, so language. he has a sticker, number 306, that also is a little easier to find on the secondary market. That's about a $400 sticker. Okay. So you're looking two to 400 maybe three to five on the on the actual card. Both Portuguese issued issues from 0203... Like I said, the card is harder to find than the sticker. Um, some recent sales, BGS 9.5 of the actual card, about $1,900 in at the end of May. And then on June 17th, another one, BGS 9.5, Gem Mint, $2,300. So a $400 increase in about two weeks. Some of that can be attributed to the hype of the World Cup. Um 
looking at a sticker card, it's a little little tougher. Uh, a PSA 9 sold for $400 recently here in June, and at the end of May, a PSA 10, their gem mint, sold for $932. So some big bucks being spent on Cristiano Ronaldo, the 2018 Golden Boot leader in the clubhouse here through the first week of the tournament. Yeah, that's that's interesting and, and something we were talking about before recording. Obviously, you know, assuming Argentina do go out, yeah, messy stuff isn't going to go down in value. Not necessarily. Uh, that that's a, a common misconception that we hear both ways in all sports. On field performance does not always indicate performance in the hobby. You've got plenty of guys who are great players, um, be it in football, basketball, hockey, soccer, whose cards they just don't sell. They're just not popular. They don't have. They're not on a popular team, but they're super good they may be world class likewise you've got guys who are great and even when they have a little bit of a downturn like this their cards it transcends their poor showing on the field so and Messi, i would certainly put into that category um certainly a disappointing world cup thus far and looks like they could be headed out here in the group stages but Messi autographs are still going to be expensive. His his low number parallel cards are still going to be expensive. Um, Ronaldo may right now he and Ronaldo are kind of equal in terms of pricing in our in our soccer database. Um, Ronaldo may inch ahead of him, may jump a, a level ahead of him here for a little while. Um, but Messi is one of the all time greats. One bad tournament, two bad games, three bad games isn't going to tank his cards. Right. So it really it might result if Ronaldo gets to the World Cup final or wins the World Cup yeah. or, you know, just last longer than Messi in this tournament. Correct. There might be a recent increase in Ronaldo, but mm-hmm. it's not like Messi's stuff is going to take a dive. No, and and similarly with Ronaldo, he is already so expensive that it's almost like he has to go and score a hat trick in every game here on out, and then his stuff will go go higher. People ask all the time with, uh, you know, work in the baseball database as well, is, oh, when... I'm just going to use this name as an example. When Cal Ripken became a Hall of Famer, when he was inducted into the Hall of Fame, does that mean all his cards shot up in value? Well, no, because everybody's thought of Cal Ripken as a Hall of, Ripken as a Hall of Famer for the last 15 it wasn't years. New it wasn't new information. So Ronaldo is one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest of all time soccer player. And so in order for his cards to go even higher than they already are, he has to do something extraordinary. Now, scoring four goals in his first two, two World Cup matches is pretty extraordinary but Doesn't especially hurt. doing it against Spain yeah um you know but he 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 he'll he's got to do a lot and keep this up to see any real increase you may see some little increases like I say with his with his his rookie cards um or autographs but across the board increases he needs to do a lot right it's almost like with LeBron in uh NBA 2K or whatever they always talk about like Okay, he was a 99 last yeah. year, and then he was better than he was the year before. Do do we make him a hundred, or yeah, do we exactly. change the rating system? <laughs> do or we do you make him decrease over, everyone, <laughs> or do you make him a hundred and two? Do you go over a hundred? Do you yeah. kind of give him a, a little added? That's what we do. We you know we we, we give oh, okay, these guys yeah. kind of an extra bump over and above all the rest. Um, so that's kind of what we how we look at these some of these all time greats like LeBron and Jordan and and Ronaldo and Messi. Yeah, people on a different level. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, even like uh, 
Muhammad Salah or someone who had an unbelievable year. And we might say he's the third best player right now, but he hasn't been doing it for 10 straight years. Correct. And, and Salah is a guy who kind of came out of nowhere this last year. Um, not nowhere, you know, people who followed, yes, people who followed, you know, soccer closely um really knew who he was um but he really kind of burst onto the scene with liverpool this year scoring so many goals and leading him to the champions league final um his cards really did take off now he didn't have a ton of stuff again because the manufacturers are also in the same boat as everybody else they want to produce cards that people are going to buy and if not a lot of the collecting public knows who this mohammed salah guy is right, yeah they're not going to waste their time making cards of him but they did make some and they are selling much better than this than they were this time last year, right? It, it, or you know, a guy like Harry Kane, they might have mm-hmm. seen coming from a little, you know, the last few years. He's yeah. English, you know. There's there's more of a, um, I don't know, more momentum for a guy like that. So yeah, he had a really good season. His cards probably didn't shoot up no. necessarily, no, no. but. If he leads England to the World Cup semifinals, yes. maybe they reach a level that you would have not expected. Exactly, absolutely. So, that said, what are you looking forward to most this weekend? Well, we've got the the first thing I think I want. I'm looking forward to is is to see what how Germany does, how Germany bounces back. They play Sweden on Saturday afternoon, so a lot of pressure on them after that defeat to Mexico in their first game. Um, they shut off the media on, on uh, Monday. They getting a little sensitive there. Getting a little sensitive. So it'll be interesting to see how they bounce back. Um, also, of course, tomorrow, Nigeria and Iceland in terms of Messi and what it means for Argentina. Argentina. And uh, what it means for Iceland, the yeah. world's greatest team. They, well, yeah, okay. I'm always excited to watch Brazil play. And, and they didn't have a very strong showing in their first game, um, the 1-1 draw. But go against Costa Rica. And Kaylor Navas tomorrow. They sh- yeah, they should definitely have that one in the bag, but who knows. I- I'm excited. Yeah, Germany, that's, it could be a tricky game against Sweden because Sweden just beats you up and then yeah. gets a penalty and wins 1-0. Yeah. I and mean, that's literally all they do. Uh, so that's exciting. England, Panama, that's another team that England should beat. But yeah. Panama, you know, they kind of got nothing to lose. It yeah, could why be not? a tough team. I'm excited to watch Senegal play again. I love Senegal now. Yeah. Uh, they play my favorite formation, which is 4-2-4. Okay. Which is what I do when I'm playing FIFA. And I'm like, <laughs> whatever. I'm just going to see if this game's going to be 5-4. I'm going all attack. I mean, that's an insane formation. Yeah. And they've got a very animated, excitable coach, too. And fan base. Yeah. And like, it's just a lot of fun. And then I think the best game, and it's two teams that really disappointed and really, yep. you know, I think lost I know their first going. games is poland Colombia. yeah that'll be That's a fun huge. one on sunday afternoon see how both those teams bounce back both teams need a win um so they're gonna have to go go all at it yeah i would think hamas has to start that game you would think i mean what at this point what is there to lose uh i mean for him probably like a lot of money being hurt i mean i guess he still gets paid so that's I mean, bad. That was a bad sports point. That was, a bad that was like me point. calling it the carib- caribou cup. I was just trying to think of like, <laughs> you know, they don't care if he gets hurt, but he might care. Yeah, he might care. But, uh, you know, and then Monday we actually have the four games because I think, let's see, starting Monday, it'll be four games per day. And I believe that's because everyone in the same group will be playing and two groups will be playing at the same, like, yes. the same day. Yeah. So that way you'll get, um, oh, that's right. So the groups will all play at the same time. Correct. So, you so that'll be exciting. Yeah. So um, you, you've got uh, the big Uruguay-Russia match on, on Monday morning. 
Um, I guess it's not really that big because both teams are already through, but they want to win the group. Correct. It's Saudi Arabia and, and Egypt and kind of like the who's going to get a win match. I can predict Egypt will win that. That's mm-hmm. that's my prediction. All right. I'll give you that. Um, Portugal's got a pretty easy one with Iran, right? Um. Well, yeah, but they, they will have to win because Portugal has four points, Spain has four points, but Iran has three points. So, I mean, in Iran, if they can squeak out a 1-0 win, Portugal's Ooh. out. Ooh. You know, I mean... It, so it's this, an interesting one. You know, and it's the same thing with, let's say, Iran-Portugal tie and Morocco beat Spain. Like, th- yeah. there's a lot of... Intrigue. Know, intrigue there. Obviously, Iran is not great, but they lost only 1-0 to Spain. So, yeah, there's, there's going to be a, a fight on their hands because Iran, again, like we keep saying, nothing to lose. Nothing. So we're going to have a lot to talk about on Monday afternoon. Yeah, we'll record Monday after that slate of games. We'll have tons of games from the weekend, tons of games from that Monday. And it's really only a few days away, but there's going to be about, what, 15 games in between now and then? Yeah, it's going to be awesome. The World Cup is the best. It is the best. Even on days when it's all 1-0, then you follow up with a 3-0. Thrashing. Evisceration. Wow. Impaling. Evisceration was good. I should have yeah, you should have just stayed that with that one. I was just thinking of like Vlad the Impaler or something. <laughs> That's more Romania, though. So, uh, you know, on that, on that note, <laughs> weird historical note, make sure to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you want to subscribe, but mostly iTunes, yes. SoundCloud. Like us, tweet out the podcast. Use the hashtag Bilbos e Bilbas. It's really bad that you're still rolling. No, that. it's good. It set the internet on fire, Brian. You're it, not on it, the internet. I but. am on the internet, and it confused my wife. And I was trying to explain to her what a Bilbo and a Bilbot was. Bend it like Beckett, B-I-L-B. Yeah. And then you just decided to make it masculine gendered. or feminine? Yes, I gendered it. That's okay. Like that's it's in Spanish. Yes, okay. That's what or I explained to her. any other language that uses genders. Thoroughly confused. Bilbos y Bilbas. I didn't want to say Bilbs. Bilbs yeah. sounded weird. Okay, that, that works. All right, so Bilbos y Bilbas. For all of you, I'm Scott Bedgood. I'm Brian Fleischer. <laughs>